0: hello and welcome back to hashtag the toss. I am your host Naji or Jahan you can, whichever you want to call me and I promise to bring you nothing but the facts because here at the toss we stand the facts so on tonight's episode we'll have a lot going on first of all thank you for all of you who have tuned in via anchor and who have downloaded the app and um been asking me about how to get involved i appreciate you for that um tonight we're just gonna talk pretty much life after wimbledon uh the u.s open series and controversies leading up to our final event of the season which is the U.S. Open, which starts tomorrow. So we will have a few special guests on our line this evening to talk all things tennis with me. And if you have any questions, you can send them in and I will make it a point to answer them on air. Your questions. Yes. So I know it's Sunday. We got to work in the morning. So I'm going to get you all in and out of here. okay? so let's get started with our first segment again this is the toss thank you for listening so welcome to our first segment tonight of the toss tonight on my line with me i have ty on the line say hello to the people
1: hello what's up
0: Hi. Now tell the people your um handle.
1: Look you up wow. and see you. They can follow me at Tjizzle eight.
0: Tjizzle eight. Yes. Well, this is your first time. Welcome to the toss. Um,
1: I'm happy to have you, and
0: thank you for um being here so we can shoot the shot. So you ready?
1: Yeah. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Life After Wimbledon. Um, now, this is actually our first episode well, our first episode of the Toss since, um, I want to say, the French Open, actually. Yikes. And we did a French Open recap, and then we did a Wimbledon preview. Um, now, me personally, I had a bit of a hangover after Wimbledon just because I couldn't wrap my mind around the tennis world. I just actually, <laughs> I just still don't think I've come to terms with it, but it is what it are. So... I would like to hear how you felt after Wimbledon and um, how you were able to transition from that into the U.S. Open
1: Series. Yeah, I think um, one of the things I first I thought about Wimbledon was the fact it was weird seeing Venus and Serena lose back-to-back Wimbledon finals in straight sets. Like, That's just not normal, you know? Um, so I think that was a little bit hard to get over, too. Um, I don't I think I thought that um, Serena was quite ready to win anyway um so I don't think I was shot but I was still a little bit hurt um but going to the U.S. Open Series I thought it was some quality matches I know a lot of people you know mm-hmm. my timeline seem like they've been dragging the U.S. Open Series lately um but I feel like they had some quality matches this year
0: yeah definitely um you know, per your comments on Wimbledon, I think a lot of us, felt the same way. It was just really weird to see them lose first finals. Second of all, Wimbledon finals. Third of all, like you said, in straight sets. And I think it was just the caliber of which they both lost those finals, respectively. It was just so. I would. I just never thought I would see that bad tennis in a Wimbledon final from someone with the last name of Williams. But, mm-hmm. you know um it happens it happened it doesn't happen to them really unless it's against (laughs) one another with a few exceptions but um you know it happens i suppose it's a part of the sport but i guess for those of us who've been loyal serena and venus fans since the beginning just maybe we counted our eggs a little bit too soon but it happens But we move on, so we transition into the U.S. Open Series. Now, I know that um, the first major headline out of the U.S. Open Series was Serena and her loss to Conta in Stanford, um, which has been deemed one of the worst losses of her career. Um, I've been watching her play for quite some time, and um, I actually think they were worse losses. Me, personally, I just – but I knowing her as a fan, I could tell that she wasn't truly engaged – so um, the loss actually didn't bother me as much. But what did you think? How did you assess that loss um, that she took against Conta and Stanford? Well, for 2.0, as I call it.
1: Yeah. Um, I watched that match live. I think I think at first I was shocked in what I was seeing. Um, it was her, I think, worst loss by scoreline too. She had never not won at least two games. Um, so seeing that, I was a little shocked and surprised that that's what happened, especially because Kanta hasn't hadn't really been doing anything lately either. So the fact that um she played that well against Serena um was interesting. But of course, all this stuff came out about what what Serena was dealing with that day. Um, so it was really interesting uh, that she had to deal with that and she still came out there. Um, but yeah, that was a shocking loss
0: yeah um you know I haven't lost a sibling, so I can't speak on that, but I can only imagine the trauma associated and then, as she said, um that instagram, I guess that he had been released- I'm sure there's an added trauma to that um I was kind of confused as to why she wasn't notified immediately po- upon his release, but uh or her and the family, excuse me, but um you know i like, you hey, I guess, you know, we find out our news these days, Graham and Twitter, and Facebook, you know, that's the primary means of news for a lot of people. But when you're in the public eye, I'm sure it's a little bit more difficult to find yourself or loved ones via um, an internet source. So, th- about that, but, you know, so she, I think that she moved on from. Montreal, which I actually think was a good thing. Um, yeah. She clearly wasn't ready, and tennis wise, mentally. It's just like to yourself, you know, you don't need to get them any more headlines. Just leave it alone. Just come when yeah. you're ready. You don't have to play this. So when we fast then we passed forward to Cincinnati. Then, um, you know, she played a solid match against Grafalova, not really somebody on paper, matchup wise who would challenge her much, but she got to hit a lot of balls, so that was good. Um, And then she played Petra in the second round. Um, I watched the match start to finish. You know, it really was just a point here, a point there, really, um, that would have just made a difference, especially when you play a player like Petra who has very little margins. Those, you know, you remember this that missed forehand here or this double fault here, you know, those are the kind of points that will linger with you against players like those, but... Overall, I felt like her form was really positive, and you just you can see that she's on the grass of being there. So, mm-hmm. um, how did what did you take away from her Cincinnati performance?
1: Um, what I thought about with the Kavitima match was, to me, it just showed how when Serena is in form, how much greater she is than everybody else. Because, and like with her ground strokes, I know people talk a lot about like what Patrick added to her game. But I definitely think he helped um, hone her ground strokes and made her ground strokes better. When she got to that ball, the depth, the angles, she – Patrick couldn't really do a whole lot. I think if anything, Serena served, let her down more um, in that match than anything else. So it really just showed me that once she really get her fitness and her movement back to where it was pre-pregnancy, she –
0: like she's gonna be dominating again. I mean, she's been that girl, you know. My thing was, I mean, her is on par with these and, and some, and um, that was just evident by Wimbledon. Um, uh, she was nowhere near what I thought was Grand Slam winning tennis, but she found herself in the final and she could only get better, and I know she knows that so, um. it's a good thing you know she she's she's on the right path it's not a matter of if she'll get you know past margaret for me it's a matter of when i know it's coming i don't know exactly well i know it is coming i don't know what time you know which slam it'll be but i know that um it's coming we don't have to worry about that she will pass her and then i firmly believe that but um so now (laughs) so that's serena so we back to your sub series. We saw a lot of different results. Um, we saw Miela Buzanescu come through in Stanford 2.0. Um, good for her, her first title. I'm always a fan of grinders or just people who are older who just have been in the game for a long time and put in the work, paid their dues, and to finally have that moment. I'm I, I just know this has to be one of the most fun moments you can feel as a professional athlete. So. Props to her. I know she had that ankle injury um, after playing a really good match against Sitalina in Montreal. She's actually in the draw at the U.S. Open, so I'm hoping she has good health, and we'll see um, how she's looking on the heels of her injury. Um, we also have Sabalenka making huge grounds throughout, um, very consistent, a nice little trajectory. Solid, really great wins. Um I was able to catch – I'm not sure if you were able to catch any of her, but from the bits that I was able to see, um, she definitely was calm under pressure. And, you know, she's 20. And when you're that young, you really just – the score doesn't mean anything. You really – I do believe that you can play a lot freer. And um, I think that's what, you know, actually in her experience, her some of those wins in the end um, against, you know, the – because she's coming off her title just yesterday in New Haven. Um you know, I know she's had like five, I want to say, five or six top ten wins this summer alone. So um, she's definitely on the up, uh, the uprising. And Cincinnati, we had Kiki Burton's win, and she was just, she's been fabulous all year. Really just consistent, solid, yeah. getting better and better, playing well on all surfaces, just really confident in her game. I think she understands the kind of players she wants to be out there. So it's really going a long way for her and the results are showing. So, um, I guess between our champions, Buzanescu, um, Sabalenka, who impressed you the most during the U.S. Open Series?
1: Well, I think all of those, the only one that I really saw was Burton's play, because um, I, I watched her some of her match against Halep, um, and I think uh, for me, I think Burtons has had the more steady trajectory because um, even when you think about um, she played Serena tough in Indian Wells when she returned and um I was actually at the match that she played against Venus in Miami. Um, she, <laughs> I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I, I don't know how I did it either. I was ready to get up and leave the stadium.
2: <laughs> yes, I bet.
1: Yes, yeah, she was like up like 5-0 and lost the set. I just which that's another topic because Venus been doing stuff like that all year. But I think Burton is really coming to, coming into her own. It uh I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what she's gonna do at the open. Um because at Wimbledon after she beat Venus, I thought that she could have made a little bit more noise than what she did. Um so it'll be interesting to see if she can take that. Uh, form into a grand slam and keep it up, um, but yeah, I can say I haven't really had the privilege to watch the other ones, the other two, um, women play yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, all we'll see everybody tomorrow. U.S. Open starts tomorrow, a lot of good matches, um, on the docket there, but um, yeah, you know. Now, we have to also shout out to Simona for winning Montreal. Shout out to Sloan for super consistent throughout this US Open series as well. She, um, you know, in terms of having to defend these points, she's, you know, all in all, I have to say, I give her a pretty, you know, this was her summer this summer was very similar to her summer last summer. Just, you know, she was playing a lot of good tennis. Um, She was pretty much engaged in all matches, winner. Yeah. That's always the tell off sign with Sloan to see how she's feeling. So obviously, a different kind of pressure coming, um, defending a Grand Slam for the first time. Um, I'm sure is you know quite the experience. But she has like you know this year I think you know with Serena being back, um, she's the favorite. Sloane, um, you know, I definitely think she's one of the favorites, obviously. But I don't think she's been talked about as much as a defending champion would be in prior events, so I think yeah. that would do her some good to be a little bit under the radar and not, you know, not have to feel the the immediate spotlight, so um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, but I think, you know, it truly is a toss-up. You just on the WTA, really anybody can win right now, where, you know, what the state of the game is anybody can win. If you just have the fortnight of your life, you know, you don't have to be the best player, you just have to win seven matches, and if you can do that, yeah. You are a Grand Slam champion. So um, we will definitely see what goes on tomorrow. So moving to the U.S. Open, you said starts tomorrow. Um, who, I guess, are your personal favorites right now? If you had to pick, let's say, your top four, who are your four favorites for the U.S. Open?
1: Um, I definitely think Halop and Sloan um, falling that top four. Um, I think it would be interesting to see them meet in the semis. Um, I'm really pulling – I just hope Sloan doesn't – you know how a lot of these first-time champions the next year come back and they lose in the first round or go out pretty easily um, trying to defend a slam. And I really just hope that doesn't happen to Sloan. So I'm hoping that she has a big week. Um, I think Halep has just been consistent, has really – shown up like a number one um, compared to past new number ones since maybe Azarenka was the last one that backed that number one ranking up. So I expect her to at least make that fourth round um, match that could be Serena or Venus, I assume, or I hope. Um, and then after that, I think it's, um, I think it's pretty open. I – I think Kerber and Wozniacki have been really quiet um, this U.S. Open series. Um, I'll be surprised. I'm looking forward to see if they're going to turn it up for the Slam or what they do. Um, my sleeper that I think about is I just think Muguruza been too quiet this year, um, and I feel like with the last two years when she's came out of nowhere and won the French and. Last year, what she did at Wimbledon, it seemed like she's done it at Slam when people weren't really thinking that she was going to win or when she hasn't done much, like she'll fall out the top 10 and go win that Slam with a, um, with a lower seed and jump back up. So I wouldn't be surprised to see her make some damage, too, actually, even though she hasn't done anything.
0: A good pick. Um, you know, she and I agree. Yes, was uh, in Paris, which has really been the highlight of the one in Monterey. I remember. You know, but that's just kind of the wave of Garbiñe. I'm learning. You know, she's just yeah.
1: She's
0: either, literally. She's either winning or losing. Literally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm looking at this Venus match tomorrow, and I'm trying to think about what's going to happen. I feel like if if Venus gets to that third-round match against Serena, I think Serena's going to get there, no problem. But I think if Venus gets there, she it has to be in some type of form that is going to make that a tough match against Serena. Um, if she gets there. There's no way she can get there and be playing badly, I don't think.
0: For sure. Um, This has probably been the most brutal draw she's had all year, but I think a third round for V, where she is right now mentally and um, just in her tennis, will be somewhat of a victory in itself, if that makes sense. Um, You know, as a Venus stan, I have to say that I've learned to Um, prioritize these losses a little bit better Mm -hmm. over the years. So I've understood what I knew, what I believe to be true about her this year, which is why I haven't made such a rise about her results. But, um, you know, there's certain wins that that she'll just pull out that'll just, you know, that'll make you feel good and just be like, you know, even though you haven't done, you know, even though this hasn't been the best year, I'm happy you had this win. And there's been a few of those, you know, when she beat, um, Burton's in Miami and Conta, those were two quality Mm back-to-back wins for her. Actually, for me, when she beat Kirstea in Montreal a few weeks ago, that was actually a really feel-good win for me personally. (laughs) Um,
1: Because
0: it was the kind of match that she had been losing Mm -hmm. all year to players who she normally wasn't losing to, but she just was able to come through it. And I was really proud of her for that. Um, She'll obviously have to play well immediately. But, um, you know, we've seen before in the past when she gets – the tougher the draws are out the gate, um, you know, with these kind of players, um, who's Nets of a grand slam champion, former number two, Georgie in the second round who can obviously beat anybody on any day. So, um, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but like you said, she'll definitely have to have a level to get there because it will not be easy. So if she, yeah. I completely agree. If she, there, she's playing somewhat decent. So we'll see what she does, but, um, a match at a time that's always how i look at it a match at a time baby just one at a time and we'll see you know you never know how this draw plays yep we'll see yes but um yeah see what's open tomorrow so um and is there anybody else that we miss who's a major... I'm trying to think of... Oh, so to me, I have to give a quick shout-out to Simona Halep, who's just... She's really been playing number one. Number one, and the biggest thing this year has not been the tennis. It's just been her heart. Um, I saw her for the first time against Kerber, and just time and time again... Excuse me, Kerber in Australia um, earlier this year, and time and time again, she really has just... I think the fighting spirit was was missing from her. You know, the, the, yeah. the, the simple refusal to lose a match. She didn't have that, but now... She I think she's dialed in and I think she, I can say that she does have that that um that attitude where she can say, I refuse to lose this and she won't and she's proven that throughout this US Open series, um, when winning her first slam at the French and again how she fought through multiple matches in Australia where she had really no business winning. So yeah.
1: um
0: it's a good thing. Shout out to her. She's she's definitely wearing this badge of number one pretty well and um, you know, I stand receipts, which she has, and um I'm I'm proud of her. She's come along. I can definitely say that. So kudos to you, Simona, and good luck at the US Open. But um yes. So that was so add or touch on
1: um I don't think so, other than I think maybe i'm be, I'm looking into this Sloan and Halle robbery um and what that's gonna turn into um those matches I mean those have been some really quality matches that they've played these last two finals um I've been thinking that Sloan has had chances in those matches and she's like backed off when she was in that position to um like take the lead but which that goes to some of what you were saying about Halops um, refusal to lose right now. But I think they can be playing each other for some years to come. That could be a very interesting rivalry. Um, when you think about you just had your thread about rivalries of the past, that could definitely be one.
0: Yeah. Um, they've had definitely some of the more quality matches this year, and they've been one of the few play, you know, pair who have met regularly – and, you know, finals this year, um, pretty much every final has different players almost every week. So you never know. So um, it's been a good thing. Sloan actually denounced it a little bit today during the media day when they asked her about it. And she said, well, for it to be a rivalry, you have to win matches. So yeah. She's not saying I guess, you know, she's kind of putting that on ice saying this is not quite a rivalry because while these matches may be competitive, I'm still not winning. So I'm wondering, you know, but to your point. Absolutely. If Sloan can pull through, she just – she has to pull the trigger. Sloan's um, inherent self is just defense, you know, defense, defense, defense. And yeah. you, you just have to step up. And you've seen it with this year with Wozniacki. And with Australia, she stepped up beyond what she normally was. She was smacking that forehand, and that's when you know she's feeling good. Simona as well, you know, she was on top of the ball, taking it early, not just um, when she – And when she lost to Ostapenko in the finals last year, behind the baseline, and it was, you know, it was crazy seeing her all the way back there and being dictated like that. Mm. But this year, in that third set, even when she was down to Sloan in that um, final, after losing the first set, you saw her stand on the baseline and just really take control. And Sloan was doing most of the running. And Sloan can watch that and understand that. You just have to take it. At, well, you know, you're probably going to you know, so you're gonna have to really these matches, you know. So hopefully, you know, she's done well to do what she's done, number three, a masters, um, and a grand slam, a second grand slam final. But, you know, there's definitely room for her to improve as she already has, so Kudos to you, Sloan. Keep up the excellent work. But, um, yeah. That's that on that. But again, um, can you shout out t- t- your Twitter one more time and let them know how they can find you and follow you?
1: T-Jizzle 8. T-G-I-Z-Z-L-E the number 8.
0: Yes. And we love... I think I speak on behalf of the audience when we say we love your accent. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, thank you again for joining me on this first segment of the. Uh, again, thank you to Ty for taking time out of his evening to toss with me, and um, we will be transitioning to our next segment here shortly. So stay tuned. Thanks again, Ty.
1: All right. Thank you.
0: Hello, and welcome to our next segment on The Toss. Um, Right now, we have one of our returning co-hosts joining me yet again. Everybody say hi to Miles. Hi, Miles. Hi. Greetings and salutations to all. (laughs) (laughs) As we pull things together, because that's just what we do. Yes. So, I just want to jump right in. So, we've been talking, you know, the U.S. Open is among us. Um, So much, I think, has happened. Woo, job. <laughs> yes. Not only in this last week, but just a lot. This has been a busy summer for tennis. It's I'll been a busy that. season for tennis. It man. has. I just it's been so much going on. Mm-hmm. But, um, so, basically, I think the biggest story... Leading into the U.S. Open is surprise, surprise, Serena, as she just she's a headliner, so that's what headliners do. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: This this whole cat suit controversy, Controversy. if we we can call it a controversy, (laughs) yes, we'll just call it the cat suit discussion. So, um, (sighs) yeah, I'm I'm tired. Um, I'm just. Oof, this this particular discussion took a lot out of me personally. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about just basically this whole What, what, what are your thoughts on this whole to, What I've been basically trying to wrap my head around is the timing of it because it's not like we're anywhere near the French, opening, French Open happening. Like <laughs> the French Open has passed, so why would they now, like now after the cat suit has been tucked away and she's not wearing it, why? Come out with a statement saying you dislike it now. Like what? I, like I wonder what happened. <laughs> like, did they have a legal team that say, "Oh yeah, let's just let's just comment about this now and tell Serena she can't wear it again when she's already worn it." Like you know, like I just I don't get it. It's, it was almost like slapping a kid on the wrist for doing something that he did six months ago. Like if you were okay with it six months ago, why complain about it now? Exactly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is just really bizarre. Like, I, I pretty much close on everything you said. I was the timing of it was very strange. Um, I had pretty much forgotten about the cat suit for the most part. Yeah, like I mean, it was um, a, it was a, it was a cat suit. Like it was, she looked hella good in it. And I mean, it was something that, when all is said and done, it'll probably, it'll probably be one of her best outfits. But it wasn't like it wasn't of all the outfits that Serena has worn. It wasn't one that I felt going a lot of media attention. She just wore it. She looked amazing that she always does or usually does. And then that was that. So to hear like backlash much is kind of weird, at least to me. Yes, um, it was very strange. But as Serena said in her pre-tournament press conference, um, it's really not that deep. Um, she has apparently shut it down. Um, you know, we've been knowing our girl for a while and I felt like when I watched her say that it wasn't a big deal, I felt like she really meant it. Um, she's not, you know, she's definitely not afraid. Right. You know, if it was something that she really felt she needed to address and call out, she would have. But when she denounced it as being something like, you know, guys, Mm -hmm. no big deal, just move on. Um. Granted, maybe that's the mother and her coming out um, because I mean granny she does have bigger she does have bigger chicken wings to fry like she does um, but how and ever it just really it, it really makes no sense because like I, I don't I guess I guess I need to be more informed on this but how much does the tournament see of what uh, what a potential player is going to be wearing. Like, do they get... Do they put eyes on it before? Like, I'm sure with, like... I'm sure with with major key stars like Serena and Maria, or even Venus, like, they can show up in whatever and play whatever. But I wonder, like, do they ever get to see the garments beforehand, because, I mean, a lot of sponsors are in these tournaments, like Nike, Adidas. Like, I wonder, do they know what the players are going to be wearing beforehand? If I recall correctly, um, every player has to present themselves to a tournament representative in full uniform to make sure everything is approved, if I recall correctly. Now, I know that the French Open one had been approved. That, you know, that was – it was a – the French Open knew she was going to wear – it wasn't a secret, um, you know – Maybe I don't know if it was exact- if they knew exactly cat suit per se. Say per, but They had to know because again, it's within the rules. These are just the rules, simply. So yeah, here we stand. The facts. Yeah, that's what I thought. Facts are the rules, and the rules say you know we have to check it out. So that added to the the kind of controversy of it all is, as you said, why well, all of a sudden now is this an issue? Like if it was an issue then she wouldn't been able to take court in it. You know, she would have had to wear some recycled dress, I suppose, but. I guess that's probably why she doesn't even care about it, because she was like, well, they saw what they saw, and now they're mad. Oh, well, I wore it already, so it's not like they can change anything. Like, the pictures have been the pictures have been taken in it. I've worn it, but let's move on. Exactly. And at the end of the day, it's like, bitch, I'm going for a 24 Grand Slam. I don't have time to be getting uh, tickets for a fashion ride. Like, I just don't have time. And it kind of just seemed like, you know, her, I, I appreciate her attitude, because if she was just over it and beyond it. Like you said, it may have to do with motherhood, but th- at the end of the day, she was, I think her overall tenure was unbothered. So, uh, yes,
1: which is you what know. she should have
0: been. Maybe she can make, she can make like a subtle statement next year if she decides to play. But leading into deciding to play, I would be, I would be surprised if she actually like boycotted the tournament, especially with her saying she wasn't, it wasn't that deep. But for people to be like, oh, she should boycott it, or just, I saw someone on the timeline say that she should make her own tournament. Uh, <laughs> bit of a reach. But <laughs> even if she decided, even if she decided to not play French Open, I would be okay with that because no one watches the tournament anyway. Like no one. Yeah, does. and out of all the Grand Slams, so, it's the most inaccessible to watch anyway. So absolutely. Uh, I think they did it on purpose, honestly. But definitely... Here that's there. another discussion about how capitalism is really slowly taking over tennis, <laughs> and how pretty soon none of us will be able to watch anything without paying. Without our paying for it. Loans. Without paying. Oh, yeah, they're, they're definitely like, mm, it's the writing is on the wall. Kids, pay attention. This this tennis thing is changing a lot, and they want to. A lot in the past, like in the past ten years, I remember, I, I, I remember just being able to watch tennis pretty much anywhere. Like the coverage. For the U.S. Open Series was amazing, and all of a sudden it's not. Mm-hmm. It was water wall. You saw a little bit of everybody. Um, you know, you didn't have to live stream. You, you know, and we didn't have when I was coming. There wasn't no YouTube. Wasn't no. You know, you didn't see it on TV. You just didn't see it. You missed the match. Sorry, <laughs> and you got to see those. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's the. I guess that's the caveat to it because there's so much. Like YouTube takes up so much space in the media world, so I guess it's not, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I guess I'm thinking about it from that perspective. It's not that big of a deal because it's not like I'm not going to be able to watch highlights of the match. But then again, there's nothing like watching a live match and getting, you know, getting those live reactions. And stuff like that. Yes. Like that. Yes, yes, yes. So, shout out to Serena. Continue to make the girls mad. They're going to be mad till the day you retire. Continuing. Imagine, imagine doing something, like imagine if we were at like nine to fives for how long has you been playing? Over over 20 years? Imagine if we were like at our nine to fives <laughs> still making the girl talk at the office I mean, I like, just... That's, I was just coming in my headphones. Like, I don't even think I could just... I just couldn't even... <laughs> that, that That's a move. Just... just I, could, I literally... Like, I just really can't. I would just walk in like Brandon oh Yes, I literally cannot. Like, that's been my move for tennis this summer. Like, I just... I can't. But... Here we are, <laughs> and again, Serena, do your thing, girl. Whatever you, who you know, the outfits, while cute, they're secondary. <laughs> we're here for results and trophy winners, trophies. Yeah, we're here. I, I'm I'm ready for someone to write the ship because this year has been like, has anybody won two tournaments in a row? <laughs> no, it's been a, like, it's been a. Have there been like who has who who? Well, I guess Simona Halep has had multiple trophies. But besides that, who has multiple trophies? Kvitova has, it's not Plushka, excuse me. Kavitova has five or six. Oh, oh. Kavitova, like, I'm good for her, cookies for her, but I can't count her when it really matters. Yeah. I can't count on her to to lift. The, even though she's lifted big trophies before, I can't count on her to lift the biggest ones like I used to be able to. Yeah, she so. said after Wimbledon, after her first round loss, that she puts a lot of pressure on herself at the slams, and she hasn't been able to play as free, so um, you know, the U.S. Open um, on paper is her worst slam, so um, I know she had a good run yeah. last year. It was playing well, so um, you know, again, I don't, I don't see it for her. Me personally, seven matches in Australia, she still struggles in that, you know, those hot human conditions, and New York can get pretty muggy, and you know, I don't, I don't, I me, I don't see it for her. However, if she were to win, of course, it wouldn't be a shock. It would, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I never saw it coming, because that's just her yes. career. Yes. Think. So speaking of her, we're transitioning into this U.S. Open draw, draw, if you can call it that. Um, the draw was fixed. Yes, you heard it here first. I said it. I said it before the draw. I knew. I just knew. I knew. <laughs> All them draws are fixed. All them draws are fixed to make sure that on a certain night you get a Federal Djokovic quarterfinal or a semifinal or what have you. And the same goes for the women's draws, like they wanna see they want like they know they intend for tickets to sell a certain way, so they so they make the draw reflect that. So, you know, they're not they're not stupid. They know what they're doing. They're never stupid. Um everything like you say everything is intentional. Um my issue was Serena was she's ranked twenty fifth. First of all, why does she need to be bumped to the seventeenth seed? That was very strange to me. And when it happened, I was just like, This is a very because by all most implications, there's no real advantage to being twenty five or seventeen. If they were gonna bump her, why not put her in the top ten? You know, anything less than the top ten, I feel like a bump was unnecessary. She would have been Serena would have been perfectly fine being the twenty fifth seed. You know. She would have, and I'm pretty sure when she reached the 2011 final, wasn't she something similar? I to believe 26? she was. I'm taking a guess, 29. 22. I think. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me. So she's. I mean, she's used to being seated and not seated in, in seat number one. All she's been all over the spectrum. But I think they probably felt some. I, they probably felt a little bit of, I wouldn't say pressure, but with all the controversy surrounding her Wimbledon seating. I guess they felt like okay, let me let, let's bump her up here too. I mean, she's if anybody in the tennis world is crazy, sure. it's her, it's just. Um, I guess they felt a little, a little, a little something about it. I don't know. It was weird, but to bump her from twenty five to seventeen, and then uh, she had a one in nine chance of playing V in the third round. And you mean to tell me that's who she drew? <laughs> like, <you know. laughs> but it, it's almost like they're making up for lost time because they're playing. Multiple times a year. Oh yeah, <laughs> like since 2015, they're playing multiple times a year. Like it's so it's so it's very strange. It's, it's like I say, fixed. And then you mean to tell me y'all have a draw reveal instead of a draw ceremony, huh? So you expect us? <laughs> oh, there was there was a supervisor on site, bitch. Girl, yeah, that's strange. No damn supervisor on that. We site. don't believe it. We do not believe we do not. it. <laughs> and then the my, the nail in the coffin. <laughs> Through this whole it, it's it's just oh my god <laughs> i just i we're smarter than they give us credit for it but this this whole this whole deal just felt so deliberate i mean you i just I don't care. This, this, this whole draw was fixed. We just, that's where that's I'm it that. What you just said, everything is true. The draw was fixed. If you're hearing this, the draw sticks, fixed. So start tweeting, start tweeting your favorite Grand Slam handles and requesting matchups, because that's what it's going to be from now on. I mean, they just... I, tennis is run by... Oh, I, I don't know if you have any white followers uh, <laughs> or people. I but do. Tennis is run by the white man, and that just is what it is. <laughs> that's just it sorry (laughs) white people in the world but it just is what it is true shout out to joey who was on the toss i'm like around after miami he's one of my good ones yeah joey we love you here living his best life working for the wta yes but um yeah so (laughs) that's but that's now (laughs) we got to the first quarter can we predict can we predict winners and or like predict quarterfinals? I love, well, you know, finals. I don't want to get these girls or anything cause I'm coming from my U S open, <laughs> but we can, we can give a general, <laughs> you know, sure. Um, but even if we give a, even if we give a general, almost every, every, every WTA major for the last year to have has been a toss up. Like okay. it's really hard. Anybody. Any, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different at this stage because, as we can see, some of these girls are very tired. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't, I don't blame them because it has been a long season, but still anybody can win this, win a tournament, especially because it's hard court. It's the most playable surface. And these girls, like these, these girls can play. And the, I, I mean, I, it's a little different on the men's side because we know it's going to be like one of five people usually. Um, on the women's side, we, Sloan's not repeating. Madison's not getting back to that <laughs> final. Um, you don't know, see if um how do, I let's talk about slam if all I know is I can guarantee you this if Kerber wins another slam, I'm not watching this no more. I'm just not I'm just not. Miss Kerber is probably the most poised to win another slam, right? In terms of oh. If she wins this US Open, count me out. <laughs> <laughs> just count me completely out. Yeah, she um well we can talk about a few of those names. First we'll talk about the defending champion, Slown Stevens. Um, I have to mm-hmm. say, um, as I touched in um the prior segment with Ty, we talked about her briefly. Um and You know my host thoughts with her again were just she had a really good summer. It reminded me of the summer that she had last year, leading up to the U.S. Open. She wasn't she didn't win any tournaments last year, leading up. But she was you know she was engaged in the matches. She was she was only losing to the the girls who were going on to win. So you could kind of tell that you know she was right there with her tennis, and she obviously picked the right time to peak and break through. (laughs) But um she you know i think she has a really good you know sloan it'll be interesting to see her defending again um it will be new for her but if if really her general form throughout the year is any indication she she's she's looking good and her draw um is not bad, you know she has a pretty fair with to draw um, i think vika is her uh, one of the somebody down there, probably the most toughest the toughest opponent she would have had prior to the fourth round. Is she? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I have to say, it is refreshing to hear you say all these positive things about Sloan Stevens. Because last time we who, talked, me? you did nothing for her at all. I <laughs> said nothing that was not. My motto is: I stand the hoof The facts. I was just saying things that I've seen that actually happened. But <laughs> we get props. We're props to do that. I always do that. So I can give her that, you know, she's, she's <laughs> beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Slum for her beautiful gowns and her gorgeous wigs. Uh, teach us your ways. Yeah, gorgeous. I, I follow the I follow the guy that does her wigs and she and he be slaying that little part, the He be doing it. Gorgeous. I've never seen anything like that. But, oh my god, keep Sloan You're truly one <laughs> of a kind. I can definitely say that about her. Um, yes, but her girl, you know Vika down there, and you know, she's always dangerous. I know she hasn't quite found her range yet. She is, is she? She, is, is. she, she is. <laughs> is. We stand champions who actually can beat Serena when it matters. Although she's had a few wins, you have to note that her wins have been in finals. Not grandson, but I noticed when she does beat all three of her wins, I believe over Serena have been in finals. So we have to. Vika uh, just doesn't have the range right now. I'm not saying she can never get it back. She just doesn't have the range to hang with the girls right now. She just doesn't have it. Um, she's, she she will always have the intensity because I think that she's a very good competitor. But her her game was every time that she's gone on to win slams, she does it off of the off of the wave of confidence. She loves when it matches in a row and just keep and keep winning until she does that. Until she makes a really deep run in a, a tournament where everybody's watching. I, I don't I don't see it for her. So it. you're settling on Miss Azarenka for this for this US. I'm 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 selling. Okay. You know, again, always dangerous when somebody's been number one in one slams before they know how to do it. So you just have to give them that respect. <clears throat> um I, I you know, she, but she's it's just the draws have been tough, you know. I just still feel like even through her comeback, um she started well, you know, Indian Wells, Miami, she definitely had a cute run there, and you kind of thought, okay, she's about to get started. She kind of started on the clay, but then, think about it, that was her first match on clay. Wait, didn't she get pregnant in between that 2016? Yes,
1: um, Yes.
0: after um, India Wells, I believe, was her last (laughs) tournament. After she won, that was her last tournament. So, um, she hadn't played a match on red clay in two years, so, for me, I really didn't take a lot from her clay court season, and and even in her prime, clay was probably, (laughs) her weakest surface um then you know the grass again just not you know she really but i'm really learning she's really a hard court baller like that's just where she plays her best tennis so um i'm just looking forward to seeing I'm actually looking at my draw right now and yes she mm. should should she should do good things i think she'll do you know at least she'll be solid and again she's not one of those kind of like where petra is now If she doesn't win, I'll be like, yeah, you know, she doesn't go far. But if she were to break through and have a cute, you know, quarter and beyond, I'd be like, well, you know, yeah, sounds about right. So another one of those. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Going back to your point, going back to your point about somebody that's been there recently, somebody that broke through as well as Yankee. And I'm seeing that she has, it depends on what angle you view this (laughs) She has a somewhat of a tough opener against Stoser. Some people might think that she might breeze through that, which she very well could, because Stoser is um, her 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 light is dwindling. But I mean, I would not mind to see Wozniaki make a, another deep one at the U.S. Open. She's done it before, and I feel like she has, you know, the game under her belt. Indeed. And yes, she you knows, again, just always dangerous on any day. Wozniaki isn't. Necessarily coming in with the most confidence. I actually, no, I think she received a cortisone shot that's only good for like a week. She's in a lot of pain right now. Um, she received. What's her problem? I want to say. lay. <laughs> ooh, don't quote me. But I know, whatever the injury is, it's something that's been painful for her. And she took a. She had the option to withdraw from the tournament or she could take a cortisone shot that would be good for, I believe, a week. And then after that, the pain would return double. Um, what it was before, and you can only take one of your body can only mm. handle one of those. So basically, if she makes it through week one, she's going to be a mummy in week two. So, mm. but if but she chose, oh she, she chose have, to play, and she'll be speaking <laughs> of mummies. Yes, <laughs> I have another question. Well, I have another 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 intricate draw question. Do you think Ho will be able to at least? match her fourth-round performance last year? Um, With the draw she has, I believe so. First of all, shout-out to that first round against Patty Schneider. Mm-hmm. You are a legend, Miss Schneider, because you just are like, I am so, I was so happy for her. Shout-out to Patty Schneider. And <laughs> the way Maria is set up these days, she's – Yeah, you anything. Know, and, for you, has, you know, Patty loves on. a good drop shot. She run that girl ragged. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so shout out to patty i'm definitely going to be watching that one um i do but but all you know if she holds to form maria um her best tennis uh has really come at the grand slams this year i mean you know the french open i think was probably you know the rome french open was the highest display of tennis we've seen from her um she played a really really good match against casaquina um in Montreal. Kessa Keeney didn't offer much resistance, but mm-hmm. Maria really didn't yeah. let her play. I remember, you know, I, I saw that one, and that was the best I've seen her, but in typical Maria fashion this year, she, you know, she plays amazing, and then the next match was pretty awful, so... Um, and I know be wearing up real quick. <laughs> <crazy>. uh-huh. <sighs> I, I, I literally, I, it's, it's a toss-up, because Simona Halle could come through and just be the number one player in the world and beat everybody. Like she's shown, she can do. Um, even though I'm not a fan of her game or her style of tennis, or just I'm, I'm just not a fan of of Halep's whole aura. I just never I, I can't get into it. But I mean, if she won, I wouldn't necessarily be upset. It would just show how little of a sparkle you need to play tennis and be great these days. Um, but and then similar players like Svitolina. Uh, like, I just, I just want somebody to make the top five a, a a sturdy top five, if that makes any sense at all. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm I want to see some consistency. So if somebody that's already won a major this year, except Herbert, <laughs> wins the U.S. Open, I'll be fine. Yes, and I, yes, I'm, I think I'm at the point at per your point you just made. I I just want consistency. You know, I want a solid. And that's the top ten. And that you know, Sunday through Saturday, week to week. You know, obviously, I understand it's not. I it's agree. Not, you know, I understand you're not going to be there every week. I get it. But I but it fluctuates a week. At too. least fifty percent of you, you girls, should be in the the, same, the quarterfinals. Should be fifty percent the same week to week in these major tournaments. I just believe that. I yeah, really but yeah, that's just. I, Because there needs to be some level of, okay, we're the tennis professionals that people want to be, and then here everybody else is competing. And it it feels like now you can be 35 in the world and make a good run and end up with a trophy in your hands. And that's just not, I don't know, that's just not what I feel like is a good representation of of top-quality tennis. Absolutely. And, you know... Hopefully, I don't know if we'll see that again. Um, from 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 the yeah. wave that we are now, yeah. I'm not sure that we will. But again, But think about think about the major on the female side. Think about the winners of of the tournaments on the U.S. Open. We have Simona Halep, which is great. But then you have, uh, what's her name? I can't pronounce her name. Boozer Nespin. Yes, Boozer Hoozer. Her Burton's who. I don't necessarily have a problem with Burton's game. She just reminds me of a topspin three player. Um, <laughs> and then that Sabalenka girl who, 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 who grunts too much. Oh, no, so, not the grunts. I mean, I wouldn't say she grunts too much, but I actually really do like watching her game. She just, I, I just wish she would turn it on some. But she definitely has some spark in her game. I like Sabalenka. Like, I don't think she's going to win a title like a, a major title anytime soon. But again, you know, yes, strange things. Well, happen. you know, she just won her first title yesterday, as a matter of fact, in New Haven. Right. So that's you know, it's a good start for, good her. for her. And I think that was the perfect kind of tournament for her to win after being so close. You know, because now she sees, you know, I was losing to the to the big girls really in these main events, but in these smaller events, I think that's where you build the confidence, knowing that okay, this is an event I should win. And when I saw the draw, I'm like, this really isn't an event she should win. I was thinking maybe she might be a little bit tired, but she came through. Then I remembered homegirl is 20, and (laughs) you can definitely bounce back a little bit quicker. So, you know, kudos to her for young jeans. And we'll see what she does in Australia. So, um, I guess if you had to give me a final pick right now, who's your final and who's your champion? Who's my final who's my yes. champion? <sighs> finalist Serena Williams. Ooh, ooh. Uh next finalist, I ooh, Lord. think about it <laughs> There's so many. it could be it could be anybody from Sybil Cova, it could be Osaka it could be Kasekina it could be it could very well be Burton's um I, I think I'm gonna go with a Serena final Serena finalist and then a random girl from the bottom half of the draw and then Serena winning that's what we're gonna do so Serena so you're saying Serena Serena versus somebody outside of the top outside of the top 10 for sure maybe even outside of the top 15 like outside of top fifteen seeds. Yes. So Serena for the win for number Grand Slam number twenty-four, and two at U.S. Open. I feel like it's perfect. Yes, it really would be. Oh, what's not perfect though? What's not perfect is Venus is opening around. Who do you have? A, who do you have against that? Because I firmly see. Um, I love Venus, and you know this by <laughs> my heart. But Venus doesn't have. Venus doesn't have the magics under her belt, and I just don't – I don't think she has the confidence, nor do I have the confidence in her current game. So, I see um, Sabeta just, you know, curving that ball outside of Venus' strike zone with a nice 3-4 win, 6-3, 6-4. I just
2: – I actually – What I see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I believe in me. To, I think she'll come through – I think if she got through the th- to the third round, it – That would be a victory in itself, just as a testimony. If she gets to the third round and peaks against Serena, then she got my attention. (laughs) She got my attention. And that would be a weird... (laughs) I've already said if they play in the third round, I'm not watching. I have no interest to see them play in the third round. Because why would they do that to us? Like, it's just just not fair. I have zero interest in that match right now. Like, just zero. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it either. So, um... You know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, she. You know, the, the first two rounds through nuts, but like you said, a tough one. Obviously, then if she were to win, she could possibly play Georgie, another tough one. So, um, but if she were to get to that third round, as um, Ty had alluded in the last segment, if she were to get to that third round, you have to, you know, she has to be playing decent tennis because. She would, you know, she wouldn't be able to escape those first two matches without playing at least somewhat, somewhat well. So, um, if she were to get there, it'd be an interesting match. It, it would be, it's, it's just going to be super tense. I already know. Again, I have no interest in it, so I'm gonna leave that to uh, tennis Twitter to enjoy, and I'm gonna just, I'll be doing something else. I don't know what I'll be doing, but it will not be watching that match. I actually think I might go play some tennis Plus. Right? Yes. Because then I won't be, then I won't be, yes. all. And you'll be inspired <laughs> in your own life. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yes, I have a, but I think like you, I'm picking Serena to win. I just think, I just, you know, <laughs> you just have to, it's hard not to. And I, I just, I think she's, I think she's simply the greatest. Okay. So that's why you just have to pick her. I just can't not pick her. I can, but. The only, the only aspect I have is just to watch. Yes. The way she lost her last two matches just put a just they just put a little bit of a faintness in my heart. But also, I've seen that lady. I've seen that lady lose yes. matches and come back and win and turn it the, the next major. So, I mean, and we've awesome. also seen her play much worse than she's played this. You know, throughout mm-hmm. this summer, I guess. It could... Have you seen her play? Have you seen her play worse than what she played against uh Contes? Yes, I have. As a fan through and through. I have the counter <laughs> match. Literally, she was not in game. You could just tell she didn't want to It was that match had nothing to do with the tennis, nothing at all to do with the tennis. It was strictly just she did not want to be there. So I have definitely seen her play. I don't. I, I didn't want to be there either because who whose decision was to move that tournament to the middle of nowhere? But that's to the here Yes, there. Yes, Mubadala, whatever. But again, I don't, I'm not. A it's all about sponsors <laughs> and money, baby. Money talks. Right. The tour is following. So. I guess they're just going to get information and do what they do. But, yes, so long story short, Serena (laughs) will be winning this U.S. Prayerfully, because I need her to lift a a, a trophy up. I do. I need her to fall down and then grab her wig (laughs) like she did in 12, 13, and 14. That's what I miss. That's what I miss. Yes. Then she'll get the cute little encore pictures with Olympia because you know she's gonna be down there. Oh like because they're gonna they're gonna look way better than what Class's pictures look like. Cute were cute. I just but her daughter was like were they? I thought, <laughs> her daughter was brown. Her daughter I thought they were cute because her daughter was such a little natural with the camera. But you know, potato, potato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But um so is there anything else you want to touch on before we wrap this second segment here um I think I've been watching some of the um the qualifying matches for the US Open and are they going to input the I know I know that they're trying not to call it the the shot clock it's more like a serve clock but are they going to implement that into the the main draw as well yes it will be implemented into main draw play um I like it. And I also like, because I've been watching the qualifying, draw, the qualifying rounds, I also see a lot of potential in the young Canadian Felix. I can't pronounce his last name. But I know he made it, to the, he made it into the main draw, so I would love to see him win a match. I think that would be great for his confidence. And just moving forward, because he's only 18. Yeah, Felix goose. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name but I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah, and I've actually it. been hearing a lot of people talk about him. I'm, I have He has the game. He has the like, I was watching him and he his like he his build, his stature, he 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 kept it together in some pretty tight situations and I, I I that's I think that's something you look forward to in a in a professional. Yes. The general review I've received from him has been positive, so I'm gonna have to give him a go see what he's all about but I've heard nothing but good things really so and that's always exciting 17 too, so you have only so much you know you can there's so much room to grow so obviously shout out to him I know he qualified quite easily I definitely I saw the scores at least so I know he qualified easily but um, he's another one briefly as we touch on men's tennis so briefly here on the toss <laughs> but if we are gonna touch on yeah this, it's such a brief conversation yes <laughs> <laughs> But we're, t- you know, shout out to him, to all TFO, Chris, Christopher Banks, Michael Mumo, all those young black men who are trying to make strides in this sport. Shout out to you. Good luck. and You always have our support here at The Toss. We stand. Yes. We, stand we stand. We stand. We stand. Yes. Well, um, it is time for our final segment of the show. It's hard yes. to say. Uh, <laughs> to find my hard to find I just watched that movie last world. week. Yes. Uh, Another classic. <laughs> um, but I just want to thank you again, always, for being so available and so just awesome in your support. I appreciate you so much. And um, we will, I guess, you know, the next one again will probably be a recap. This time I'll definitely have to be a recap because. No matter what the result is, it's going to be epic. You know, no matter who wins, it's going to be a story. I feel like because there's so many stories, so we'll definitely be doing this again. But um, again, shout out um your Twitter, Instagram, whatever you want to shout out. Go ahead, let them know where to find you. <laughs> um, I am definitely probably going to be active on a timeline near you on my Twitter. My Twitter handle is many miles away that is miles spelled with a y not an i um i'm also active on instagram with my with my instagram handle being underscore miles away underscore um and those are probably the two platforms i use the most so if you feel like you are an an avid tennis fan and would like to see me go through my life of just singing in the car and commenting on tennis news then by all means follow me (laughs) Yes, and is it true that we can also see you on Target's website? Is this true? Is this oh! true? Is it true? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. I did a uh, a small photo shoot for um, a company called Goodfellow, which is featured in Target stores and online, and they featured me on a couple of you know couple of pieces of clothing. So. And the rest was if, yeah. if you feel like you know there's a big and tall guy with some broad shoulders in your life that you need to find him a nice outfit, by all means, go go be inspired by my photos. <laughs> <laughs> Will do well. Thank you. This has been part two of The Toss, and our final segment is coming here shortly. And, um, we thank you again, Miles, for being with us tonight. and... We will see you, you tomorrow for first ball at the U.S. Open. <laughs> Ooh. Should be interesting. Should be. all right, uh you. I listen to toss again. Next final segment coming up here next, mm-hmm. and again thanks to Miles for his continued support, and I will be back with you all shortly. hello hello hello
2: hi can you hear me
1: of
0: course i can hear you can you hear
1: me okay absolutely
2: welcome to our
0: final segment of the toss this evening thank you for sitting with me through our first two my final guest for the evening is one who has been long overdue but and has and has but he's she's here now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Present. She's here and she's ready to give it to you, girl. So been please ready, join. always ready. These yeah. hands stay ready. Uh, please join me in welcoming Anthony. Hi, Anthony. Welcome to the toss. I'm
2: I'm good, honey. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Good. Okay. Come on. <laughs> let me have a let me have a sip of my drink. Hold on. <clears throat> Nightcap. Yes. I'm doing good, doing well.
0: <laughs>
2: feeling great, mm-hmm. feeling good. How are you?
0: I'm good, and I'm ready to go. Okay. So, um, in our pre- previous segment with Miles, we um, we dissected the cat soup controversy. Now, a part of this controversy... Child. Child. Now, um, through everything, you know, whether you think it was right or wrong, one of the biggest... Um, Let's just say, issues I think with the cat suit controversy was the discussion surrounding the cat suit controversy itself. Um, let's
2: talk about it.
0: Let's talk about it. So, we'll talk about Black Twitter because we're a part of Black Twitter to some extent. Yes. 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 I am part of Black Twitter. Yes. yes.
2: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: So, let's just start with what the fuck.
2: How have we The gotten- girls don't yeah. know anything. They know nothing. How have we gotten
0: here? Please tell us how we've gotten here.
2: <laughs> okay. So my problem with the situation is okay, I'm I'm as a black first of all as a black as a black gay man, I'm I'm very much a part of black Twitter and I I participate in, you know, the issues that we have going on as black people in America and you know, the draggings that we do on black twitter the problem with the whole the whole problem with with black twitter as far as tennis goes is they'll see serena's name and 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 treat it as a black twitter issue and not a tennis twitter issue and we be in the trenches like we go to war and they get to pick and choose the moments that they go to war like they treat it as a moment of blackness and not as a specific issue of what was going on with Serena, and like I understand it, like you know, as as a black person, I totally get that. But don't, don't you? It's how am I? How can I say this? You can. You they they were they were twisting the narrative, and they're not knowledgeable of what's going on because they were saying stupid stuff. And it's like I don't want to drag y'all because y'all are. Y'all are, are doing... Y'all are on the side of my fave, but y'all are saying really, really dumb things. Yes. And because because y'all aren't... Because y'all are part-time tennis fans. and I mean, y'all can be... Y'all are full-time Serena fans. Sure, whatever. Cool. Fine. I'll have that. But y'all are part-time tennis fans, and y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. Y'all don't know what y'all are talking about. So that's why I, I tweeted... um about how you guys y'all don't be y'all just show up at these moments. There there have been other moments where y'all have could have y'all could have shown up and y'all didn't, but y'all choose these these big controversies to show up and speak out or whatever when y'all can keep y'all think pieces to yourselves. Like have an opinion, keep the think piece because I saw too many of my. Tennis Twitter people having to correct folks on their stats, on their knowledge, on what they were saying, and it just didn't make any sense. <sighs>
0: this was this this was truly a time I
2: tackled, bitch. I was yeah. like, uh. I was I. There was only so that was like, what is that even? What you? That's not. And then the gag is also another thing. Like a part of y- y'all didn't y'all didn't become a part of tennis the quote unquote, y'all didn't start paying attention to tennis until Serena was going for the Grand Slam. So, you know, we, um, her and her sister have a 20 plus year career, but y'all showed up three years ago. So y'all don't get to, y'all don't get to do what we do. Leave, leave the dragging to us, leave the think pieces to us, because first of all, we stay ready. Secondly, the things that y'all are are saying, like, I was getting, y'all are putting out incorrect information. Y'all are being Donald Trump. And it's like, what the things that y'all are saying just are not true. And it's frustrating that I have to go behind y'all and correct y'all's information because these girls be looking for a reason, you know, these other fan bases be looking for a reason to correct the stats
0: yes honey um <laughs> the whole thing was just performative like it just you could tell people and this is what i mean about twitter culture in general people are now just trying to say whatever get news out there say anything simply and this was so thirsty like
2: just for, to be sane to be Ugh.
0: seen about serena because now she's somewhat you know she's one Of the when we talk about race and sports, she's one of the primary athletes that comes to mind, and um, Absolutely. she you know, it was just so performative for likes and retweets. And it just, I'm like, this is ooh, tennis felt really unauthentic through this whole thing because I'm like, this is just it's it's being commercialized in a sense, but the way it's being it's just being branded so poorly. But this, I agree. But, but the way people are reporting on facts, hello, this goes back again to WTA. H. B. Two, but here we're talking women's tennis W. T. A. about branding and how you make your sport accessible because people was just saying. I mean, Marion, uh, who? But, 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 some girls, child.
2: Play. Listen, but, but, like y'all don't even have y'all y'all's names correct. Y'all don't have y'all, y'all the spelling and the pronunciation, child. Mm-hmm. I just cannot. I can't deal with it. I'm not doing. This.
0: And then to compare Bartoli's 2013 French Open outfit, which was actually just warm-ups that she had wore. First
2: of all, really also cold.
0: as well. yes, to, to, to compare that to Serena's cat suit was literally apples and oranges. I'm like, there's no correlation.
2: And here. they were picking, like, they were taking <laughs> pictures of random players, like mid-shot, where their skirt might have hiked up. Or, like, <laughs> when you, like, when you play, first of all, I, I'm the First of all, I'm a nigga. I play tennis and the shortest shorts I can find. I know what something might hike up, <laughs> how a ball might be seen or something like you never know. Um, let me okay, I'm gonna chill. But <laughs> you like you you when you watch the sport, you know, consistently, you know how wardrobe things happen. Like they were picking like the worst photos they can find on the internet of somebody wearing something at a tournament, A, that wasn't the French Open, or B like just at like a random tournament and you pick the person in the middle of a forehand, and their skirt hiked up between their legs, and try to say, try to compare that to what they were saying about the cats. Like, first of all, what the French um, Tennis Federation said it was, like, some bullshit. Like, I, I'm i not going to address it, because Serena diffused it. Like, whatever, I'm not going to drag nobody. But, like, because I was ready to go to Paris, and I was ready to fight. <laughs> like, it wasn't, like, it was just, it, it was sexist, and it was racist, and it was unnecessary. Especially when that that outfit that she wore at the French Open garnered so much attention because one, it was everything, and two, the reasoning that she wore, like it just it y'all were y'all y'all like the tennis be fighting itself as far as like we people think if this is if this is like a snobby white sport, and they be proving people right in that sense, but. Y'all are coming here, but in back to black Twitter, y'all are coming here picking and choosing these photos to try to prove a point, and it's like it's just not accurate. And it's like you can, there, there were instances that you got facts, and it could have been accurate, and I would have rocked with it. But there were so many lies being told, so much misinformation being told, and it was just frustrating as somebody who stayed in the in the trenches for Serena, who be ready, who be ready to. To drag these Russian bots, like y'all are out here because it's a black issue. All of a sudden, <laughs> y'all see it as a as a as a black woman issue, mm. that which and it and it is, and I and I'm okay with that. But y'all don't be here any other time. Y'all aren't here when we doing the dirty work. So it's like I appreciate you know you people bringing the attention to the matter, but don't be on her line. Why y'all lying? <laughs> Like, it's just just like, I was just like, people bringing up Marianne Bartoli, I saw pictures of Simone Halep, I saw pictures of Sharapova, I saw like, it was just all this stuff, and it was like, you're taking a picture of somebody in the middle, while they're moving, like, you're taking a picture of a person while they're moving on a tennis court, and talking about how their skirt hiked up, or their shorts hiked up, and all of a sudden, and you're saying, like, this wasn't inappropriate. Like, no, it wasn't inappropriate. Because in the moment of them hitting that shot, nobody noticed that the skirt was moving that way. Because we watch tennis regularly. Okay. And I'm not going to say no names of some of these folks. But just know. Just know. I, I, I took say it or leave y'all, it on the playground. And this, and some of y'all, say on y'all the names strike. or leave them on the playground. <laughs> mm, some of y'all on y'all. Oh, I can say some names. Rain of April. Ooh, like... Ooh. It, Mm. Some of y'all yes, a lot of y'all are on y'all second strike.
1: <laughs> yes. Um
2: actually y'all y'all on strike two and a half because it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And like and like I said, I, I love black black Twitter is one of my favorite entities on Twitter because one, we have a good time. Two, we there's a lot of there's a lot of unity involved sometimes. But then sometimes y'all take it too far. And like I said, I don't have a problem with y'all coming to Serena's defense because as a person, a part of tennis Twitter, a part of Black Twitter, I'm very protective of Serena. Like, I'm very a, a vein of, of, of Black tennis players. I'm very protective of them. However, I want y'all to come with facts. I stand the facts. I root for the facts. <laughs> and, and here at The Toss, lying.
0: we also stand the facts. So. Yeah,
2: on The Toss, hashtag The Toss.
0: Yes. Nothing. <laughs> we stand the facts and nothing but the
2: facts. Exactly. so The facts are, y'all. How does you feel about it though? Because I, I know, like my, I know from talking to you personally, like my experiences on Twitter are different than yours. <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> 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 to say the least. Yes, to say the least. You know. Yes. We
2: have these uh, talks often. I,
0: you know, I
2: just, I just... You were over it. It's okay. Nathan. I you was,
0: were over it. but my whole... <laughs> but see, I've been talking about this since Indian Wells, really. If you, I have receipts. Dig, dig up the tweets, kids. I've been saying this since Indian Wells, but we just have a problem now, particularly when Serena's involved. The narrative gets really out of control. Like, we just don't focus on what's actually being discussed, and it just turns into, all, like you say, sexuality, um... Comes they into put play. Their comes into play, classism comes into play. Yes. You know, which which are all relevant things. However, and sometimes
2: it's not present. Like you. this time it was. Yes. This time, like what y'all was saying, for the most part was true. Y'all just didn't have y'all receipts present. And yes. so if you if you don't have the receipts, then the argument can't be present.
0: Yes, and we just lose. You know, just stay on stay on topic. That's all that is. Just stay on task. Get to the point. Yes. It's just too much. You know, too many. It's just this year. The narratives have been out of control. Uh, the media has really just played, you know. And when you read these headlines, the the headlines that some of these, um, you know, blogs or Twitter handles or you know, like the root, some some of these, the root, some of, <laughs> yes,
2: drag blavity, uh,
0: some of these headlines <laughs> are so irresponsible and misleading. I'm like, this is just not. This, They're creating outrage yes. for
2: clicks. It,
0: it's poor, people,
2: yes, it's poor. But dirty. the outrage be directed into the it be directed to the wrong place. It's like yes, we are outraged, we are pissed. Like I like when I tell you, me me and my best friend was talking about it, and like he first of all he's been kind of out of a loop as far as tennis goes because Serena's been gone for you know she just came back, and so he's coming back. But like when when he he died back into you know tennis information and think what was going on because he was like this is some bullshit like he was like this doesn't make any because the problem with the whole the whole subject of them is like they could have changed their rules and did that without mentioning her name mm-hmm. it was just something that could have been done like you'd have to say you know you were changing the rules because she did this or she wore this or you know this wouldn't be allowed at this time like you could have just done that and not and like we w- we would have known And we would have still been, like, probably a little bit pissed, but you wouldn't have gotten the backlash that you've gotten without mentioning her name. But it's just, like, I I want everybody in the future to pick and choose your battles. Like, let's not argue with the vibes. Let's not, let's, let's direct our energy to where it needs to be directed however let's also know what we're talking about yes and yes yeah, yeah, yeah. and that goes for tennis twitter as well because some of y'all be on her line too but that's another conversation for another day Ooh, i mean this is the another tr- day another the, day we'll have is... the conversation just this
0: another day. is the toss, not the view. So we're gonna have a bad Okay, another bats. day.
2: That's
0: all I said, another day. Bats, yeah, sure. Another day, sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> all right. Our, our anniversary edition. We'll make we'll just we'll just do
2: yes. a pure Call mess me. episode. No tennis, just pure mess. Yes. I've been ready. Well <laughs> not mess, because I'm not I'm not a I'm not a messy. I'm a I'm I'm not a messy. I'm just saying. Uh-huh.
0: So okay, <laughs> Moving forward, um, <laughs> sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yes, you, but you really, you know, I agree with everything you said. You did a good job explaining that out. Um, yes, Black oh Twitter. God,
2: thank you. Just
0: stay in your lane and do better, and that's that's the end of that.
2: Or if you could, like, listen, we we want y'all. Like, we be we need allies. No, 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 but no, 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 We no, need no. allies we with information.
0: No, I don't want you. We have enough attendees to it. Well, me personally, <laughs> the host of this show, me, Najee, <laughs> just don't want you.
2: This okay is like my
0: co-host right now Mike, but i personally don't so don't at me and don't treat me
2: thanks don't at him i don't <laughs> at me at Brilliant Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yes at at, uh, we again. we like allies though yeah. we like allies with information like y'all would just say dumb stuff i saw some tweets that was like oh yes yeah, with serena when she was 17 she won the serena slam and i was like that didn't happen yeah. and that's okay like it didn't happen and it, it happened but not at seven like it's just, like, y'all were bringing, like, it was just misinformation, and it's, like, y'all, are we, like, I, I, I love, pe- I want you to stand for my fave, but, like, let's stand correctly, like, have your facts. It's just really, it's really not, it's really, like, and, it, and what's funny is, like, the information is easy to get. Everybody got Google. We all have Google in our pockets pretty much yeah if you know if you don't if you if okay let's let's talk about this right really quick i'm gonna give you 12 seconds if you think that what you're about to say is not true google it it'll tell you if what you're saying is a lie or not and then you can go on about your business
0: and that
2: will be that but anyway friend let's get into this draw
0: Indeed. So, um, you know, so basically, um, I asked Ty and I asked Miles who okay. you know they picked for. So, basically, everybody at the end of the day so far has said Serena. So, what are you I haven't done right a bracket now? yet. Okay, but if you <laughs> so just when get sick, I,
2: I, I have to do a drunk bracket. <laughs> I've done well with drunk brackets because I'm in the top two on the brackets. I'm in the top two on both of the brackets. The other the other girls can't relate.
0: Well, first of all, nobody gives a shit about the ATP bracket.
2: Second I'm of saying. all, I, I'm just, I'm second, of second, well, second.
0: I'm second, second in
2: the women's bracket and I'm first in the men's bracket. Anything second,
0: else? Second. Sure. Yes, you are yes. Now you haven't won any slams, but you've been super consistent, so that's that's. I just uh, want
2: to win one. Can I win?
0: Yeah, uh, can you? You tell me.
2: <laughs> I mean, I won a man's bracket. I did win a men's uh, bracket, which is why I'm probably in first. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you won Roma Madrid. Cute. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, won, I won Cincinnati. I won Beijing. Yeah. I won Doha. So you're giving Petra tease. We we stay I mean, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Like anyway, what, what do you what, what do you have to say? We'll get to the break
0: Absolutely before you ruin my day. <laughs> We're gonna dive into the draw. So at, at the top of your head though, what's your final? Give me your final right now. Your final. I who's I champion. don't
2: I cannot give you my final because I have not done my bracket. Ooh, honey. However, my projected final right now is from what I've seen from the bracket. It's Serena Kerber. Okay. But I'm not, I don't, I cannot guarantee that because I don't know, like, when I do my, I do my bracket. First of all, the men's bracket I'm going to do in about, in about six minutes. The women's one I'm going to take my time with because I, I like to, I pay attention. So, which is why I'm doing so, I'm so consistent in both brackets. <laughs> but... <laughs> but i don't know i'm from what i I'm, i've looked at the bracket 3 or 4 times and like i'm looking and seeing where people are placed however the women's draw is so i love i love to talk about depth and like anybody can be anybody part of that is because yes like the top 100 is a bunch of girls who you know they got they have talent and all of also like the top 20 is a bunch of girls who can lose to anybody yes And so it's like, I enjoy that. I, it's very, um, I like how, what am I trying to say? Did did this alcohol got me losing words, child? I I like how um, kids don't drink and drive. Yeah. How (laughs) I'm at home. First of all, I like how (laughs) like random all of it is like, you don't know who's going to beat who, you know, you don't know, like all of the top eight girls can lose to anybody. And so it's just, like, the only person right now that I have faith in, like, going acute distance is Simona. And if Simona wasn't in the part of the draw with Serena, I would be like, oh, so I'm going to pick someone to make it really far. But because she has a, a quote-unquote, fourth-round encounter projected with Serena, I don't know how I feel about it, so... Hmm. Because she's been playing. Simone has been I, the reason. I also talk about was talking about Djokovic too. Is like the reason why I've been liking Djokovic is because he's been playing not great tennis and winning still. And like Simone has been playing like not great tennis and still winning. And so I, I'm gonna, I'm to pick that more. You know, winning ugly is just as good as winning dominant because a win is a win.
0: Indeed, and especially at the grandson level, it's just about fighting to see another match. Who cares if it wasn't pretty, like you know? But that's in general, really. Who cares? A win is a
2: win. Like I want to pick. I want to pick a winner over a loser anytime. So hopefully, you know, I'm I'm going to do my bracket. Like I said, I'm going to do my bracket tonight, and I'm going to pick. I like I said, my projected so far. But once I do my bracket, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick. You know. Certainly, because you have to, like I said, I don't know exactly all the matchups, I don't know exactly, you know,
0: right? Which is why we study out, so, but you'll know, you know,
2: yeah, yeah. I know. I'm gonna I go with my gut a lot, and as a person who knows the sport, you know, I feel like I'll be able to pick good picks too. <laughs> to yes, you fire. better know the sport person who knows the sport.
0: We, I do know this. We word. stand. We stand. Yes. Yeah. R T R shade. <laughs> yes. So yes. Um. Who does you pick? I actually have a Serena. Um, I have a Serena Burton. So I know
1: okay, mm.
2: you love you love a tricky pick. That's how, first of all, this is how Najee went in the brackets, y'all. He'll do that random, like, tricky pick, and then it'll be correct. So maybe it wasn't tricky because, you know, he be knowing sometimes, but I'll be like, sometimes. That's how, like, when he, I remember at the, at the French, we talked about this, when he was like, yeah, I have a I have a, a Simona Sloan final, and I was like, well, Sloan, and then he won the bracket.
0: Oh, the girls came, <laughs> the girls, <ooh. laughs> They try me, but you know, if you don't know, I've actually won the French Open, Wimbledon, and the U.S. Open. So... those victories. <laughs> I, oh, I don't have okay. anything to say. I just wanted to say that I won all three. <laughs> that's
2: fine. That's cute. <laughs> ah,
0: and I'll be rested. You know, no pressure for this last one. I've already had that one. Um, I'm just really...
2: I'm just like, I've Australia. been doing so well in both brackets. I've been doing so well, and I just want to win one. I haven't won a bracket since 2016. Like, I need to Ooh, win a honey, Yikes. I've gotten second <laughs> a few times. Yeah. I haven't won a women's bracket, I mean. Like,
0: you always you're a consistent
2: quarterfinalist.
0: We can definitely give you that quarters and beyond. We know you're there. Are we? Are we
2: being cute? Because I'm cute too. <laughs>
0: I'm st- um here at the toss. So I just recite the facts, and the facts are you've been a
2: consistent, yes here at here at hashtag the toss.
0: You've been a consistent quarterfinalist. Thank
2: you. Friend. And I don't I'll think that,
0: that there's anything I'll to argue it. about. Yes, it's fine. It is fine. fine. It is fine. Yes, and hopefully one day you'll come through. <laughs> but, um yes. So, honey, we're wrapping now. Um I want to say a few things. First, I want to say thank you, of course, for finally being able to make it on here. We've been trying to work it out for quite some time, but... We finally, have been. Finally, I'm glad to
2: make it.
0: Yes, I'm happy for some stability of sorts, so that makes things so much easier. Um this, um, again, if you're listening or if you want to listen, I guess, but if you wanted to listen, you wouldn't be listening. So if you are listening, thank you for downloading the Anchor FM app. Um, if you would like to be on a future episode of Talks, all you have to do is download the app. And like I said, I welcome all people of all fandoms. We could talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about and just let you chime away. Um we you can send in questions if you get familiar with the app, you can actually send in questions that can be answered as I'm doing this so um for the next time, if there's any questions you all have um maybe I'll post some questions prior to the next recording, so we can get those going and um again, I just say thank you to everybody who again who's always so supportive um so. Who like I said, you allow me in your earphones as you're driving to work, working out, eating, walking, home, whatever it is that you're doing, <laughs> if you're listening to me, I appreciate you. So yes. um yes, that's it. Everybody enjoy the US Open tomorrow. A lot of I mean, it's pretty much game time tomorrow. It's a lot of them. But it's you know it's the last time of the year so typically you know the girls and the guys are gonna be fighting you know this last push so we should see some hopefully we'll see some good matches a lot both of our sisters Williams are in action tomorrow so we'll have to hold it down for them and um yes I'm really you know it's always like fun this Grand Slam has felt a little weird going in but I've, I I figure once I start seeing you know some some of those first few balls being hit, I'll get excited, so
2: hopefully get ready, get information.
0: I'm not right, I'm like half there, but I'll be information come eleven o'clock <laughs> eleven
2: o'clock first ball I'll be information wow. yes. that's ten o'clock for me, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be up though I'll be present
0: for y'all, St Louis house
2: ten o'clock, yeah, <laughs> okay, don't not okay. <laughs> okay it's fine it's fine it's fine fine. fine. i'm a good midwest boy it's okay, but i'm also from the show me so respect it
0: as you can see i mean threatened so it's about that time (laughs) it was anyways (laughs) it's about that time but again thank
2: you honey and shout out
0: again your twitter or any social media where the people can find you and follow you
2: yes i'm at um at Brilliant Anthony b-r-i-l-l-i-a-n-t-h-o-n-y on twitter i am at um <clears throat> a-l-d-u-b-z-j-r-a-l-dubs junior on instagram um y'all cannot have my facebook um but you know <laughs> my name is anthony wilson like it's whatever it's okay if you find a you, it you if it's whatever and um i think that's all i got you also have a snapchat which, oh, I do have Snapchat. But do the girls need to know about Snapchat that? Snapchat That's something too. you want to share? Oh my in your class. <laughs> don't follow. <laughs> my Snapchat is um. It's fun. I have a. I have fun. I have a good time on Snap. If you still have Snapchat, follow me on Snap. Um, if not, don't. But just be prepared for you know drunken shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sports videos, all of that.
0: All, all of that, all of that.
2: <laughs> but
0: yes, so this has been the toss. Thank you for listening to all segments and hashtag the toss.
2: Add your hashtag.
0: Hashtag the toss. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and we will see
2: you when the ball is thrown up next time. Good night. Yeah. Good night.